Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm ready whenever you are. You're friend. ready? Okay. <sighs> Citizens of the reject nation. <laughs> it's me, Tara Erickson, alongside this guy who was just like, I'm ready when you are. Yeah, man. I'm Greg. Greg Albert. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Listen, we're watching Lovely Bones. The Lovely Bones. The Lovely Bones. They're bones and they are lovely. I have not seen this movie. Apparently it's a drama. I don't really know what I'm in for, except I hope I get to see some bones. How are you doing today, Gregory Alba? I'm good. I'm good. I've heard good things about this movie. It's from director Peter Jackson. I think Mark Wahlberg's in it. Really? I think so. Okay. I love him. So I'm excited. Yeah, everyone. I adore him. Leave a like, leave a comment, and don't forget to ring the bell. Ring the bell. See how I threw you off the scent? Yeah, you thought I was going to go with like a dark drama bones type of a song, but then I brought it back to what I normally do because I keep you on your toes. Thanks, Prep, for helping us edit down this video. Also, if you know what's good for you, you got to get on Patreon, okay? You got to get super sassy because that's what we call you. You get to sing up with your whole copy. Watch the whole thing with the, me and the lovely Bones and the Gregory, okay? And also, Greg and John offer exclusive highlights and watch-alongs over there, so just get over there if you know what's good for you. Okay, so we're going to watch the lovely Bones, then we're going to get to it, get boning, not between us with the movie in three, two, one. My name is Salmon, like the fish, first name Susie. I was 14 years old when I was murdered on December 6th. 1973. We're shooting this on December 6th. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what, the, what the hell? <laughs> That's crazy. Weird. Also, that camera looked like a lighthouse at the end. With that, it was a, like a lighthouse. I'm thinking the same thing, too. Dude. 
Wow. Okay, listen. Wow. Um, I'm going to get right into it. I really like But if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, Spotify rate and review. review. Rate and review. If you're on Apple or Spotify, rate and review, please. Are, because you not, are you remembering to say this when we, I'm not next to you, Tara? No, I am not. I definitely did Sweet not say Jesus. it for Planet of the Apes, but um, I'll say it now in case he wants to cut from this and put it in. If you're no. listening on Apple or Spotify, rate and review um this was a really gripping and thrilling adventure except for some parts <laughs> that i was like except for some what's parts. going on here and why is it taking so long and you heard well both of us yelling yeah. about why is she <laughs> delaying this she just found out the murderer like what is what in the world is happening um I also, I I really, no, listen, number one, if they didn't win for special best visual effects, I don't know what's wrong with people. I'll look it, it up. That was some of the most amazing visual effects and the fact that when we see her walking and it becomes very ethereal, we're not quite sure what all those props and the hats and the ball and the ocean means until the very end. And the very end when they say she's ready and she hugs that little girl. I was like, I was about to start sobbing because it's just, it's so bittersweet. Uh, and Batman I did not win any awards, but Stanley Tucci was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to give it to part. the guy. He, he, was, he was thrilling and so, so good. The one thing I will just say, and then I'll let you get into it, is that Mark Wahlberg, I'm sad that Mark Wahlberg's character, the dad, didn't get into it with Stanley Tucci. Like I yeah. wanted to see him get a little bit of vengeance on him, maybe not kill him, but like, Oh, why is the book out? The police go to the house. And I'm like, he just gets to escape for that long. He wasn't even in a disguise when he goes to ask that girl, if she wants a ride. I'm like, I guess that's the seventies. You can just drive away and keep driving. And I don't know. They don't know how to put a, a APB out anyway. Um, yeah. I like the movie. Go go ahead. Get into it. I just read a fun fact. Wow, what is it? Ryan Gosling was originally <gasps> cast as the dad, and he made, uh, if I speed read this fact quickly enough, is that he was originally cast, but he ended up gaining a bunch of weight for the role oh. without consulting Peter oh. Jackson. And Peter was like, we can't. Peter was like, we don't want your fat ass around here. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I think Brian Gosling was in a completely different direction on what he thought with the, of the character. I would have very much kind <laughs> of agreed with I, that. I would, with Peter Jackson or Gosling? No, Gosling yeah, gaining weight to because be in the was, dad character. Because I was like, this guy looks incredible for, yeah. I think I said some comment about it, like for you did. a grieving daddy. His hair. He always like, looked like picturesque perfect yeah, all the time. He did. And it was kind of distracting to me because you would think he would have been a tad disheveled. I agree. Other than once in a while just having his bewildered Mark Wahlberg look. Yeah, I mean, he's a dad with three children. He's going to be overweight and gonna, look a little more tired than the, what Mark does. Whilst dealing with this grief, I don't think he would have remained in this shape. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. So he was actually like, oh, and then replacing Mark Wahlberg. 
I mean, Mark did a great job, but I would have, I don't know what he was thinking about being like, no, the dad can't be fat. I'm like, he's got three kids and a tiring life. Apparently he gained like 30 pounds or something. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. And then he has to lose it. Then he has to lose it and he gained it all for nothing. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. So the lovely bones was not about, um, I mean, it was, it was dual meaning bones meaning her bones reside here Mm -hmm. but it's also about the memory love and connections that form uh, with the surrounding people yes uh, around the 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 loss of the loved one yeah i also think the lovely bones refers to all those the girls who are in heaven i mean that's like connection yeah once they were all connected and met in heaven i was like those are the lovely bones yeah yeah now it it was um sentimental and horrific uh it it seemed to like kind of hover between the two and to me, like, there's there's a lot of pros, and there's some things that uh, I didn't quite gel with, uh, ultimately, I think, by the end. But there's a lot of things that I really did enjoy about it, so. Yeah. Well, what's the things you didn't gel with? Come on, well, share I think, it with the people. I think let's people. focus on the good stuff first. Okay, let's get to the good, That then. way all that will get ignored by the time mm-hmm. we talk about things that I was, like, not quite fully on board with. Yeah. Um, I Okay, first off, it goes without saying. Uh, I mean, we've said a billion times already, Stanley Tucci was phenomenal here. Uh, from beginning to end, every time he was on screen, he was truly captivating, and he did the furthest thing from playing something that could have felt like a very generic serial killer performance. He brought like a depth and believability to the point where you could understand why someone would, conf- would trust him as opposed to playing up like, look how suspicious I am, you know, because yeah. you, you got to be someone who blends in with the crowd and you got to be someone who can, who whose lies can be bought. But at the same time, he always had this inkling in his performance, like he sort of wants to be caught because there's a sense of pride in what he does. Yeah. Also know? the concealment, concealment. You're like, bro. Homie. Yeah. Calm Homie. it down. Homie. Homie. Yeah, he was trying I, he went to all out on building a, the little uh, the underground hangout spot for yeah, just for like he, one quick kill. For but one I guess girl, yeah. But it's really smart because I, it's like, of course, a girl's not just going to go, oh, look at a hole that you made. I mean, he made it pretty. Yeah, he put games in, and then of course, with that effort, you can you can snag a young one and kill him. Yeah, that was awful. Very awful. Uh, Sorcia Ronan, I think, is a, f- a phenomenal actress. And yeah. again, she, I mean, this was 2010 when this came out. And she's done a lot of great work past 2010. And then, but going all the way back more than a decade at this point, it, it shows like, yeah, she's always been great. Yeah. And she's always looked 15, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> goddamn. She looks young. <laughs> like, she still looks so She looks the same. Young. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's kind of it's trippy when you think about it. Yeah. She looks so young still. Yeah, I agree. Uh, she's just got one of those. She's got that face where she's always she gonna, got that face. Always going to look fifteen years old or something. Yeah. And um, yeah, the visuals are are awesome. I love how they were constantly reflective and metaphorical, allegorical to whatever the emotional state was at the time of 
what was the main career? Susie Salmon. Uh, yes. Of whatever Susie Salmon was uh, experiencing in this, in the world of the in between. I think the performances overall were really good, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone did a great job. There wasn't one person that I was like, oh, I don't believe them. Mm-hmm. Cinematography, the, the camera work. Uh, I think Peter Jackson excels at really knowing how to keep visuals feeling lush and vibrant. Yeah. But um, he does it a lot in Lord of the Rings, with with specifically with the ring of making this feel like this little thing have so much weight. power. And he does that with so many objects to keep you attuned and be like, okay, this this item must be important for something, uh, or there's a, like they can feel heavier and weightier than than what they actually are. Yeah, you know. And I think he does an excellent job there. And, and the, I noticed like in the. The camera was usually just moving. Uh, it was always moving, and the editing was bam, bam, bam. And uh, production design, this really felt like uh, they shot it in some part of town where the 70s were still, like, <laughs> it just looked this still way. Still thriving? Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't draw It didn't draw attention to it. Like, look, Hollywood has created a set. It, it just felt natural. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. With the neighborhood and with the, the mall shots too. Yes. Um, and like the cornfield even felt like old. I don't know why. It just uh and, and the coloring, playing with the coloring also helps, I think, with that, like desaturating, saturating different colors. Yeah. Um, is is awesome. And the music, like the yes, sound, definitely. it was great. I mean, it added to the horror aspect of this, like in the beginning. You're kind of like, oh, it's okay, like cool, and then you're like, oh, this is like a horror film. Yeah. Um, it was, especially with the angles that you were talking about. I I feel like you. I mean, you guys can leave the comments. There's a DP in there that it's like a wide angle lens, and when you get really close, it makes that thing look huge. And we first started to play with that. I think when we first met Stanley in the trap that he has her in, he reaches for a bottle cap opener. And his hand just looks so like big against this uh, this little tiny thing. It makes it both look just giant, uh, which is awesome. And then we continue with that with like the the charms on our bracelet and other items that Stanley Tucci puts a hand on get uh, blown out. Yeah, I I'm conflicted throughout the. I I would not write this movie off as. Um, uh, I, I I definitely think the movie's flawed though. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I thought it started off very. I'm just, I got like rotten tomatoes in front of me. It's like really distracting. Uh-huh. This is that the audience is like, what do people actually think about this movie? Which I find, uh, some people are like vehemently so. I, I, I just got they curious. really don't. That's there, insane there's, there's to there's me. There's some people, I mean, and the movie's grown in popularity over time. And, okay. and whatever, all I gotta do is give them our honest opinion. Uh, yeah, but, but it is fascinating to see like there are some people who like really hate this movie and i'm like uh-huh. i don't feel that way about it but i don't either the there more, are parts the that more. i really disagreed with that yeah. i thought was a bad move and it's taking yeah. too long and what's the deal with the pacing that annoyed me well there's there's two hundred fifty thousand ratings on here and it's it's interesting how they they all fluctuate between one star one and five, five stars yeah, yeah. yeah so they're they're all they're all over the place and mm-hmm. i think that the i thought in the first half of this movie I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those movies I'm really going to love. Uh, it, it, I thought it was flowing nicely mm-hmm. the way they were throwing you into like, okay, we're slowly becoming a little bit more dreamlike, a little bit more haunting. 
and there's and out of this two hour film, there's I don't know what point it was, but there it did start coming a point where I did start feeling like character beats wise, everything just sort of felt like perfunctory is the word that keeps coming to mind of I uh, just throw the like Rachel Weiss just like do what you normally do with grieving mother uh, in this kind of movie. Just throw in a few plot points here. And uh, even with Mark Wahlberg's character to a certain extent, while I thought he had more flesh on the meat more than other people, no puns intended there. Well, I thought there was a little bit more to unpack with him. Still kind of the same thing. And I, I sort of felt like they were doing that with a lot of their characters where everything sort of felt like surface level, where depth was being provided by actors trying to bring depth, but writing was not really providing the depth. I thought this movie was a tad bloated with everything they were wanting to accomplish. Like we want to tell mm-hmm. something that feels um, that harkens to like the, 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 the rise of like uh, crime incidences that were happening with serial killers and children in, in like the sixties and seventies and do that story. And I actually thought that's when the movie was doing its best when it was doing the things that we don't associate with Peter Jackson mm-hmm. of just like this immediate yeah s- the story about daughter of a girl killed and, and 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 focusing on that story and then and then it was doing like the dreamlike stuff and a lot of it felt like they were again it, it was just a little convoluted where nothing really not I want I don't want to say nothing a lot was get a lot of the emotions we're getting sort of lost by masking it with the fantastical nature. Yeah, like the fantastical nature, while I liked looking at it, it sometimes the sentimentality of it just felt like um, a bit of a forced, sappy emotion and yeah. not truly genuine because. The characters I thought were constantly kept on the most basic surface level plot points where I'm like, we kind of just need to sit with them. And I, and I think when it really started to lose, slowly started to lose that connection with them was post her death because we just started speeding through some stuff and and like, Oh, we got to establish like the, the, the other world that she's in, but then we also got to, keep the timeline moving forward in the present in the in the real world and i i just found myself like observing things and not feeling as much mm-hmm. as i would like to feel as it just hopped between essentially two tones which was horror and sentimentality because <laughs> it yeah. were the two tones i think they would kind of fluctuate between yeah and what, again, like I think everything is like a technical marvel in a lot of ways, and I think the actors brought more to it than the screenwriting did. Um, at the end of the day, I can't help but feel that uh, because of the way how they were trying to do too much, that things kind of kept canceling each other out. That yeah. I, I couldn't feel enough for the characters because we were kind of getting lost in some other t- whatever we were do- trying to focus on something something else was also happening that was sort of wash over whatever would allow us the time to feel or experience this thing here and then it was just kind of lost in 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 the the ether of things and it, i think it would have helped to like latch onto a, a clear perspective here or mm-hmm. or something because yeah i felt like the first half hour 
really solid. Like even a little bit after she died and they were looking for her body and stuff and the way they revealed that she was already dead. Um, I, I, like I was really, really digging it. And then after that, it just sort of became like I'm watching a lot of things happen. Yeah. Uh, like I like the last half hour sections of the middle. <laughs> yeah. I like the first half hour sections of the middle. And then the. And then a little bit of. And, and then a good amount of like the last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's that whole. It's it's, mo, it's a lot of act two where I, I, I just found myself just uh, kind of back and forth between. Am I really enjoying this or am I appreciating what I'm seeing on screen. The visual effects. Yeah. yeah, because when we get into the fantasy world of it, in the beginning is where we have a really grounded believability in the lives of all the people in the script. And we see them living and even her voiceover, even us knowing that she's dead, us following that story and it feeling really real and grounded, especially when we first meet her with Stanley and she goes down in there. And we stay there for a second with the family of like, we got to go find her. We don't really fully get to experience the rest of that story before we pop into dreamland with the special effects and where she lands. Um, And I thought we would get into it a little bit more, but it really just, it it was as if we popped in the dreamland to show that time had passed. And I didn't want to pass a lot of time in the fantasy land. I thought that that visual effect was going to last for a moment of like, she's in this weird purgatory and whatever, but they used it more as like a metaphorical statement of like what she's going through and where she's at and meeting this, this girl But I think I would have liked it a lot more to go back into the family story of immediately what happens to them and how do they actually deal with it after her death. And then leading us to where we see the dad with his candle and reaching out of the window and and he sees her reflection as though he can still feel her just like he felt her when she yelled and feels her in the flower. Um, I would have liked to continue that story a little bit more to feel the, the pain and the anguish of losing a daughter and losing a family member so that when we do get the daughter, uh, because the reason that the daughter goes looking for that guy, she already has an instinct too. So we're running off instincts with the family, Mm. with the dad and the sister. They all have this instinct of like, this fucking guy is, let's, I don't know what's going on. And then she charges right after. I mean, the dad does, but then he gets, you know, beaten up, ends up in the hospital. I would have loved to see like what have is it do we just assume because the daughter is lying there with the dad that the dad is beat up that he told her I was looking for that guy and that's why she ended up at the house that's fine to assume it I don't like exposition but I would have loved to follow the story more of like dad's recovering but daughter's gonna decide to take control she finds the book and then like just being taken up in that story of the family going what in the actual and seeing like how they they run after Stanley, even though they they couldn't catch him, I just I don't know. I really wanted that. I wanted to see Mark going after him, even though he did. He fine. He punches wall, whatever. And then the daughter does. You know, she does get to discover him, but it's still wild, bonkers to me. And this probably happened a lot in the seventies that you could be there's evidence left behind, and you can just keep driving and not be found, which is uh, crazy and wild to me. But um, I do agree with you that it it ebbed and flowed. And I know that the the act two is really where it slowed down, where I was like, okay, how much longer do we have in this middle ground before we're like, let's find him out. And how do we get to that story a little bit quicker? Yeah, because it 
the uh, the other world she's in does feel a bit meandering. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really feel like like I like. I get it. Like that's the thing is, I I totally get it, and I think you're becoming a little self indulgent with your flowery expression of your metaphors that we will eventually become crystal by the end. <laughs> um, but it, it does get to a point where it's like we're not really doing much characterization here. It's not really advancing the plot forward. It's not really doing anything, you know. And no. and I think that when you get to like these beats by the end of the movie with like. Rachel Weiss's scenes uh, kind of accumulate to what ten minutes of this two-hour movie, and she goes on this yeah. whole fucking journey in this film. Of yeah. like, I'm gonna have a daughter, but daughter's dead. Oh, not getting along with my husband. I'm leaving my family. I'm back, and it's like ten minutes of screen time. Yeah, and then they just kind of welcome her back. Yeah, and, and I think the movie, the I get the movie's point, like especially when they're explaining to us about Lovely Bones and. And again, of like these are the bones that formed while in my in, in my time being gone, and look at all the look at the beauty that has formed out of pain and loss and grief. And while I love again sentimentality of that, while I love the message of that, um, I think it does get. I don't I don't feel like the movie quite earned it, I don't, and I feel like the, it kind of got lost mm-hmm. here because we didn't really truly spent other than like scenes like like quick scenes of like mark Wahlberg's upset <laughs> you know or this person's upset about something it just kind of brushes over it in the most surface of ways again with actors doing their best provided and while looking pretty it yeah it doesn't quite it doesn't quite get it and maybe it does for people and if it does that's that's amazing uh for me i kind of felt like a lot of it was executed in other than the visual language, underneath the visual language is kind of executed in the most generic way you could sort of think of. Like, I actually thought the other daughter was one of the more interesting parts of Lindsay Girl, mm-hmm. whereas, like, she's the one who's the family is is all kind of a chaotic mess, and she's the athletic one who's staying focused and still in pain, but she wants to solve her, her sister's death or the mystery behind that, like her going into the house and everything. I'm like, that that's a great plot point there. But when you do get to Rachel Weisser's turn, I'm like, I feel like there should be more of like some type of re- true resolve here. Instead of like, you, you can't just have dead girl monologue, you know, look at the beauty that formed behind us. It's like, I didn't really feel like any of that was really forming throughout mm. this entire journey. Like this whole beauty of of, of stuff and the, or even the um, the gray of what they're talking about of, of like, yeah, there's pain, but look at the hope that that endured and thrived like really because i didn't quite feel and unless i'm completely missing the point here i didn't quite get this like this this happy this melancholic feeling bittersweet feeling that the movie was trying to convey at at the very end here of yeah like that it just did the the beats did not quite hit hit it for me there but like i like the intensity of the moment when the daughters uh, has broken in but then again, like when when the mom returns and the movie decides to like just pump the brakes on this like intense moment yeah, to I be like melodrama. And and that's how some of it just kind of reads is like melodrama without any true emotional weight underneath it. Yeah. And I, the movie just kind of kept me in conflict through so much of it because I was like, oh, you're you're like you're right. You're almost right there piercing the veil for me. But you're, you haven't quite quite done it yeah. <laughs> you're almost there and, and but you you keep cutting around you keep 
once we're at one scene, we we move on from that scene to go to your other. The juxtapositions would not complement each other some a lot of the time for me. Yeah, when I felt they they should have between here's the very real world, here's the fantasy world, and that's why I think little things like weird British guy with yeah, uh, yeah. like feeling not real yeah works against the movie when I think the movie's trying to have like okay are we supposed to see where are we only supposed to be seeing this guy from uh uh salmon's girl's perspective and that's why she's sees him as this dude out of like a straight up like a fantasy movie <laughs> kind of yeah. guy and, and then other strange girl by the sinkhole um this movie felt like it was trying to have its cake and eat it too, a, li- uh, a little too much. Like, I don't mind a movie that can be self-indulgent or a little bit preachy or um, a little overly sentimental. I really don't mind that. I can be a sucker for corny shit. I really can be. And to me, that it, 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 I, a lot of it was just ringing a little too hollow. And, uh, but I, I have to keep bringing it back to, like, I don't want it to convey, like, I hated the film because I didn't. And nor would I say I disliked it. it. It was just like, oh, whatever. There was a great movie here that I feel like I could have walked out of being like, this was great and whatever, it's flawed, but I, f- I still had the feels. And I'm like, but the movie didn't even really give me the feels. Yeah, yeah. It, it did when they were in the heaven part. But I think what this thing, it's oh, as the, if they the went. the girls came back. Yeah, when saying, the yeah. girls came back, that that was great. But I feel like this movie played, it, if you put everybody in a room, they were arguing against beautiful imagery and staying grounded and real, feeling the actual pain of the people in this experience. Yeah. And then uh, beautiful imagery. But uh, <laughs> yeah. stay, stay grounded. We, we, we want to believe this. The, the the I think that, when we first get into where Stanley Tucci's in the bathtub and she's screaming and he's like dirty, that's as far as I thought we would get of like, oh, this is a nice metaphor. We don't have to show him and what he did to her. Maybe we just get to she screams and now she's she's taken away and we know that she's like dead and then it'll bring us back to real life and what everyone is experiencing. But I think um, with the beautiful imagery, we throw the the boyfriend guy into the 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 whatever the guy that she liked that gives her the kiss. He is like a beautiful. He's not real and grounded to me. There's no one in high school. There's no boy who just like will walk up to you and speaks that way and is quoting Shakespeare and leaves you a note about it. I just don't think that that is real to me. So that was the first thing that threw me off. It because I was feel like, real in this what? World. It does not. And the rest of it was real and it was grounded with yeah. the family until we got to beautiful imagery land, which I understand. And it's as though they had to loop that in of beautiful imagery or grounded, but beautiful imagery of this guy. He likes Shakespeare. He likes the Othell. He's going to, he's different. But I'm <laughs> like, yeah, but is he real? Can we make him real yeah. so I'm not thrown off the scent of like, is this guy a fake? Like even the girl that sees things that are not seen, she still felt real and grounded to me. Yeah. Like I believed it. When she turns around, she feels the the ghost running by her and she discovers the note. That all felt real and grounded to me. I don't know why he was so ethereal. It threw me off a little bit. But overall, the the special effects were were gorgeous, and all of the actors did a phenomenal job in keeping it very engaged, as well as the camera angles and the camera moves, especially when it's being 
handheld and a little frenetic. And then there's yeah. one part when she walks into Stanley Tucci's house and it it seems like monster handheld. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like a wider, like there's a huge person holding the camera and the handheld is like like this. Like it feels it it was very it was something that I hadn't seen before and I, I liked that effect that they used. They used a lot of different ways to convey this story a lot with yeah. like special effects, camera moves, um, music, the acting, the coloring, all of it. It it's uh, again, like I said, beautiful imagery or groundedness and you kinda it was a little teeter totter back and forth. But overall, um I did you know, really enjoy this movie. There were some parts, yeah, you heard me yell about it with the sister coming in and you're not going to scream. My my sister's hair is in this <laughs> book. This guy killed. Like, I don't care that mom's back. That bugged me, but uh, apparently this is based off a novel, so maybe that's the way it's in the novel. Maybe the novel, maybe a lot of this works better in a novel than it does yeah. in a two-hour film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's that's all I got to say about yeah. it. I enjoyed it. You already heard the things that I maybe didn't agree with. Uh, I had I had a good time. Overall, I'm like a six point five out of ten on it. Yeah, I would agree. It's really just the middle that threw it off because I was looking at the clock a little bit at an hour Definitely and twenty one. Yeah. And and I was like, wait, this movie's two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> and I felt that last kind of that last hour there until we got the last 20 minutes was uh, a little bit. So six and a half is I think is is a good one because of that. But it doesn't just let me say that it doesn't deter me from being like, oh, this is beautifully shot. A lot of good things that they did and the actors. I enjoyed it. But I agree with that that rating. Yeah. And that's it. That's all. All right. Well, we love you guys so much. Leave a like, leave a comment, get on the Patreon if you haven't already. Tell us how cool we are. We love you so much. Happy holidays, all the good things. And we will see you. What? Okay. Danger. I don't know what's going on here. I might not be here the next video because he's got plans for me. We love you guys (laughs) so much. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.